0: block the clippers, yeah, yeah the clad smells nice
1: me llb here with Claubin and we're just enjoying a nice evening mostly alone um our clone girl clamilla aka Lil danish had a bit too much to drink so she already fell asleep we tucked her in but we realized that we still gotta do am i being loud i don't think so she's a really heavy sleeper so i feel like we should be um we should be good but we are having a nice time here, just uh, clinjoying a little bit of wine and some dinner. I know a lot of people are angry because I've been drinking lately, but I am a cladult. And while I have been sober, and I was proud of my sobriety, I am, I'm doing okay. I'm not drinking in a self-destructive way. I've been celebrating, having a great time, masturbating, you know, doing things that are not bad. Just doing things that are natural for all of us. And sometimes I feel this need to speak in a southern accent, so that's why I'm talking like this right now. It it goes in and out. Oh, I think it left me. I feel like I'm it's not really there anymore.
2: Are you gonna introduce me or
1: I said it was me and Claubin.
2: Okay. Hey everybody. It's the Clob.
1: Oh right, the Club. I I am still conflicted on that one. I'm conflicted. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: we're gonna have a good show for you all tonight.
1: Are we? <laughs> yeah, we are. I um. Uh, we
2: have big plans in general. For the. I mm, love you so much. I love you too, baby.
1: I like, love you.
2: I like, love you. I'm so
1: indoctrinated by classiety that I I even forget my own klingo sometimes. Yeah,
2: are we gonna? We have some. Big ideas when it comes to the, the climate and the lifestyle. Oh, yeah, style. the Clive
1: Like we are, we are collecting, spreading the Clive yeah, We we're are starting spreading. a movement. And yeah. people are saying that we're acting like a cult, all of these things. And I'm just like...
2: We just want to spread happiness and joy. Right,
1: and club and acceptance and just like happiness, you know? Like we want to make people feel like it's okay to be themselves. It's okay to be a clown. It's okay to be goth. It's okay to be a weirdo. Or a clear as I would call it.
2: Yeah, as long as you don't hurt other people. Exactly. Live your own kloof.
1: Right, live your cloof. live your life. live whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and we,
2: we know that, you know, one person, you know, don't have much power in the world. But if we bond together, people who... Cares about people's freedoms and people's, you know, just life.
1: Can you turn that down? Sorry if that was loud. It was the um, the computer. We got a notification. But yes, we just want to spread clappiness and click-acceptance. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. Like, I'm not a huge fan of furries. You know what I mean? I'm not like, again, I don't know how many times I have to say this. I'm not Clother Teresa. Like, I'm just doing my clang. But... Ultimately, my end goal is just that we can like thrive and live in. What's the word I'm looking for? Solidarity and like and you know harmony. Yes, harmony. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. You're so. You are so like you complete me. It's like you finish my thoughts sometimes. Mm. I just love Robin so much. Clobbin.
2: club.
1: It's interchangeable. Clobbin. Robin. The club Yeah. Herman.
2: That's not that a one. <laughs> Mr. Big Click Energy. <laughs> I've
1: never heard that one before. Oh, really?
2: Yeah.
1: You do really have Big Click Energy, though. It's huge. Literally and figuratively. Mm. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're being disgusting. Mm. We're just, like, having a really nice evening. We have candles lit. And we're just really... I'm just lo- I just love you so much.
2: <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna...
1: <laughs> He's the club of my life.
2: We're gonna try to have more guests on... Like, you know, because we want to hear how you, you know, experience the Clive Style.
1: Yeah, like, how has it helped you guys? How has it... I get a lot of emails and messages from people telling me how, like, it's helped them. It's it's made them realize that it's okay to be weird or, like, just... It's okay to do whatever you want to do, even if it makes people uncomfortable. And I really feel like, especially these days in Closiety people are like afraid to just do their own thing because there's so much stigma against first of all of course being mentally ill that's always been a thing but like these days it feels like you can't even have an opinion that's controversial without people getting offended even if it's not a harmful opinion like just a preference um, in even maybe even a tv show that you like that can be offensive these days and it's just like let people do their damn thing
2: and so many people are miserable in in the life they they live But they still don't want to break
1: any norms or or change things. Right. They'd rather be miserable than just be like, you know what? Cluck this. I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to work this particular job that I felt like I had to, you know, because my parents told me I needed to do this or that. Like, I remember this girl I went to college with.
2: The status quo is about to change.
1: Yes, it is. It is about to change. High five on that one. Or shake. He decided to shake.
2: (laughs) Shake because I don't want... It will be too loud.
1: Sure, you're so smart. You're so smart. But this girl that I went to college with, I asked her. I was like, you know, just a classic question: What, what are you majoring in? And she was like, Well, business. And I was like, Why? And I feel like most people don't really ask why. They're just like, Okay, check. You're majoring in this.
2: Or, or to say like, Oh, that's good. That's going to give you a lot of money.
1: Yeah, that was a very common answer. Like, Oh, that's lucrative. But I was just like curious. Like, Why do you want to major in business? And she was like my dad wants me to. So I was like, well, what do you want to major in? And she said photography. And I was like, why not just do that then? And she's like, well, my dad wants me to major in business. And I was like, that is just so <sighs> depressing. Like my parents aren't super thrilled about me being a clown, but I am thrilled. Like, aren't we supposed to be living our damn Clives for ourselves? like what the hell it's sad how so many people like will ask me like what do you do for a living what's your job and which is fine I don't really ask that question because I don't really like it's kind of a boring question in my opinion but when I tell them I'm like I'm a clown I make Facebook videos you know like that's pretty much what I do now And they're so judgmental about it. Like, you don't have a real job. You don't sit in an office. Like, why do we have to do these things that people expect us to do in order to be, like, validated and accepted? Like, why? I don't get it.
2: And we don't try to tell you what to do. We're trying to tell you not to listen to what society wants you to
1: exactly. do. Exactly. Like everybody's always like, why does everybody have to do a You Say Lunchbox? I'm we like, you don't. I'm want offering you... an alternative.
2: Yeah, and we want you to think for yourself what actually makes you enjoy life. Right. Like, because for some people, that. it is millions of dollars and 70 cars like Floyd Mayweather. But for, <laughs> for a lot of people, it's not that. It's just feeling safe in your own space and not having to worry about stuff 24 7 yeah
1: some people are like some people want to be an artist some people genuinely enjoy like working in a restaurant some girl said to me recently she was basically like oh like i work in a restaurant that's not what i want to do for the rest of my life obviously that's pathetic that i do that blah 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 like you need to get your shit together and i was like this is classic projection because she was like talking so much shit about herself because she works in a restaurant i'm like what's wrong with working in a restaurant it's a job Like, if you can pay the bills, if you can, you know, it it might not be what you want to do. Maybe you want to do something else. Like, sure, try to pursue that. But, like, she was, like, it was almost like she felt like she should be doing something better because other people told her that it wasn't good enough. And it's just, like, it's sad to me how so many people do this shit because other people tell them that's what you need to do. Like, a lot of people think that, you know, us being in, like, a, a sort of, like, polyamorous relationship um these days you know this is a new thing for us but we're really enjoying it so many people think that clobin is the person who forced me into this and i'm just like honestly it was my idea i'm the one who really like brought this up and it's like even if he was like really suggesting it and i was like hmm okay I don't see why that would even be a bad thing. It's like people are okay with this concept of being forced into a job you hate, being forced to to dress a certain way or do this. But as soon as I'm like, if you know, oh my, we're in a polyamorous relationship, you're being forced into it. This is bad. It's like people are just so brainwashed.
0: Yeah.
2: And it's like, I like my 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 day to day job, you know. And like, and the thing I have, I want to say to everyone is that like, if you don't like your job find a way to get out of it because we only live once right and there's always something of course it's hard clolo clolo of course it's hard but like there's there's always something for you somewhere that you will enjoy because our work doesn't have to be that it's a horrible thing that's gonna kill your soul no it doesn't have to be
1: soul crushing yeah it does not have to be something that you hate in order for it to be a valid job and I feel like people genuinely believe that you have to struggle and clate your life and your job in order to like actually be like I'm, a, I'm an adult now like you can't just have fun and also make money like people just I don't know if they're bitter or if they've been so brainwashed or they believe that that's not valid but it's like who gives a shit how much money you're making like even if I was making minimum wage but just doing what I club why does it matter like, if I am able to... Now you
2: basically are.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: basically. It's, it's not like you're making big dough. Oh,
1: yeah. People think... They're like, oh, my God. Like, she... Someone said to me today, she was like, you are stealing from people because I sell Clerch and I have ads on my Clidios. I'm like, how is that theft? If people take the time to purchase something or take the time to willingly watch an ad, you know, I have told people when I first got monetized, I was like... If you don't want to support me, you can, like, put ad blocker on. Like, I don't give a shit. That's your personal choice. But some of these people will sit through these ads and then get angry at me. And I'm like, you can skip a lot of them. You can not watch them. Or you can just not watch my, my clideos in the first place. Yeah. But and... it's like, how am I stealing from you? Maybe your time, but technically you're stealing that away from yourself by willingly watching something. Like, it's so asinine. It's yeah, crazy. And,
2: and, and people act like, you know, like... You, you know make this big living out of this and like no that's that's
1: yeah i make a very very yeah. very modest living like, but like it, the it, fact it... that i've even made a cent from this is amazing to me yeah. like i'm so happy with it because like i would do this and i did do this for the majority of the time for free because it's clinjoyable, hmm. it's a stress reliever it's self-expression the messages i get from people telling me that i've helped them even like slightly that is absolutely as corny as it sounds. Priceless. Like mm. there's no amount you could like you know there's no amount of um what's the word I'm looking for there's no price whatever you can put on that. Yeah.
2: And and if you guys would like look at how we live and stuff like we have the same furniture. Oh yeah, we, we we're have this, very we're, cheap. <laughs> we, we, we have the same clothes. We don't. Oh you know, God,
1: you should see Robin's wearing this like. I'm. I don't I'm. i
2: describe the shirt. <laughs> Ninety percent of my shirts are bought before two thousand seven. And... Respect.
1: I I really do admire that. When we first met, he was wearing shoes that had holes in them, and he told me he was like, "My mom was like, you know, girls don't really like guys who you know wear have you know wear shoes that have holes in them. Like that's not really something that the average woman is going to be like, hey, you know." But I was like, I get what she's saying but all I could think was you're frugal and that is admirable to me like my parents made fun of me because I used to glue my shoes back together like I am a very cheap person I'm a very giving person but like when it comes to material possessions and and you know clothes and all that shit like I like to shop at thrift stores like I could be a millionaire and I would still be very frugal because like what is the point of having like yeah, things I mean, that cost all this money, like everybody wants to buy Gucci and all this designer shit. And I'm like, what does that mean? Uh, Gucci, um, by the way, in my opinion, is Walmart quality. I'm sorry.
2: And, and like, yeah, and and the things that, like, yeah, we don't like we're not like sh- cheap like that. It's just like we we make sure to buy the stuff that is important. And, like, for example, the when I we're sitting right now in our living room and uh, I look at the furniture and it's one, two, three, four five different furnitures in here and all of them are bought secondhand and most of them are under 10 bucks like, yep. like 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 that that's how we do it yeah i mean i uh, just because, feel like because it's
1: it's like why I, I don't know i think a lot of people especially in america i don't know about Sweden you know like i don't have as much experience with you know going to people's houses and asking them about you know what i mean like in america i've, I've talked to a lot of people about like oh where did you get this furniture how much was this or whatever and like it just it feels like a lot of people feel like they have to buy things because it's a status symbol or something you know like they want to buy it not even necessarily because they like it but because it's expensive like i don't think like gucci i don't think people look at gucci like that's so like cute i think most of that is like people will see that I'm wearing Gucci and they will think better of me.
2: Yeah, they, they, they want to buy stuff so it will look good for others, but don't feel good for yourself. I'm sorry, and, but... And that in itself is soul so crushing. Yeah, so depressing.
1: Yeah. I get, I get genuinely sad. I'm sorry to go on this tangent. Usually the intro is way shorter. <laughs> but I just I genuinely feel sad when I think about the fact that some people buy things that they don't even want or necessarily like that much but they're like other people will see this and think they have money. And then you think why is that how society is? That money means you're better or it means that you are more yeah. deserving of respect. Like people treat me like shit because they think I'm unemployed. But how many women are stay-at-home moms or or their husband works or vice versa. The woman works and the man doesn't. Why does it matter as long as your bills are paid and you know the couple is okay with that situation? Like why do people think that it makes sense? to look down on me because i don't have a job or a traditional job like why is that the society that we live in and why are so many people complacent with that and like content with that like that's just plain wrong
2: yeah and if there's anything i've learned from from life and materialistic things is less is more i
1: absolutely agree and i really truly like i haven't done it yet i have a lot of shit. you know i grew up very very lucky and privileged to have parents who were very you know worked really hard and were willing to basically give me whatever i wanted and somehow i came out of that being really frugal but (laughs) i just feel like you know it's i have too much shit i really do like i have too many clothes and a lot of them you know they're not very expensive clothes or anything like that but like i just you know i go to h&m or wherever and i'm just like i want this i want that and then years later, I'm like, you know, I I I treasure them and I wear them a lot. But like, there are some things that I haven't worn or I haven't worn in years, and I really should throw out. Like, I have a hard time throwing things away, but like, I really, really, really want to be like minimalistic because, like, yeah, it's it's it it's more to me. It's more rewarding to have less, but have like the necessities. If yes. That makes sense. I w-
2: well, I was gonna say that too because a lot of people think that less is more means you should have like basically nothing oh no materialistic thing means anything no it's almost the opposite it's the less you have the more does the things you do have yeah and yeah like, like if, the if, more
1: value that the things yeah. you have are yeah because like the, it's more meaningful
2: yeah because then they become something so right so so when you buy something that you really really want that you really want it then that thing will give you joy. Exactly. But, but if you used to have a bunch of shit and, you know, the, you know like one thing, it was, it's like, oh, it's kind of good, but uh, then it will just weigh you down and just make you, you know, then the things will use you instead of you using the things.
1: Exactly. And that is very problematic. Give and, me a high five for that one and, or a,
2: a shake. <laughs> right. And, and, and that's something that I, you know, experienced firsthand because... I was like a, a semi hoarder in the sense that like I loved collecting everything.
0: Yeah. And same.
2: And, and it's been really hard to try to try to change it. But I know that the more I have of something, the less enjoyment do I get from
1: yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like when I when I moved here I still have stuff that I've left at my parents' house in America. Like, I did not bring every single thing I own. You
2: you only brought, like, some suitcases, but all your real, like, things are still there. Yeah, yeah, there's
1: a lot of stuff that's really... A bunch of boxes. Yes, that's really important to me that I don't have, and it bothers me almost every day, you know what I mean? But my thing is, like, the fact that I think about those things means that I should go get them, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have them sent, you know, as soon as possible, because I I do Mm -hmm. remember, like... I miss this and this and this. But then there are some things where I, I saw them recently and I was like, I don't remember half of this shit. Yeah. So but, it's because, like, why keep it then?
2: But because you have like six big boxes and like the, the only stuff that you can, you know, really like probably miss is like half a box.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, well, no, there's at least one full one. At least two. I'll say two. <laughs> I feel like there's two boxes worth of stuff out of six, well, it, which is it, still not it, much. It's,
2: it's a work in progress.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like you know, when I was younger, my mom would take some stuff out of my room and put it somewhere and see how long I noticed that it was gone. And I didn't notice half the time. And then she would donate it, and like she would tell me before she donated it. But she would be like, "Did you remember that you didn't have this and this?" And I was like, "Oh." I guess I don't need it. And then she would donate. Like that's great, because like that was a good point. Like, what the hell? If I don't notice it's gone after six damn months, I probably didn't love it or care about it that much, you know? So that's what I think we should do, you know? Like we there's so many things. We had some boxes at um Klaben's mom's house recently because we moved and I didn't even realize, yeah, we you know, had-
2: we had 20 boxes 20 at my mom's house for a month and And i didn't
1: remember that you know half of that shit like i didn't think about it yeah
2: it was like for me it was like maybe like i thought about things in maybe one or two boxes but like other than that it's just like what is this and it's just crap
1: exactly okay and and that weighs you down yes it, it does physically and mentally like it's yes. it's literally weighing you down because like okay there's not enough room or this or that but like mentally like it's exhausting but okay so we've been talking for about twenty minutes which isn't too bad that's actually less no. than I thought you know it's good
2: but uh, yeah twenty
1: minute intro which is very long but not oh, you know it's
2: okay so yeah you know, you know. do you want to do your song
1: yes I do so um, I think this song is very fitting for what we just talked about and I hope you guys can enjoy it. And yes, here it is.
3: that the world was made up of this brotherhood of man or whatever that means into a crisis Wait, oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman.
1: Yeah. All right, we are back. Um, we are yes. going to read some fan mail.
2: Yeah, time for the mailbag. And what is the address?
1: Oh, yes. yes. Oh, Horus. Oh, what the fuck was that? You're creating
2: words. I am.
1: I'm always creating clords. Okay, if you guys would like to send us some mail, we keep forgetting to mention the... We mentioned it a few times last time. But it is... LLB mailbag at gmail.com once again if you'd like to send us some fan mail it's LLB Mailbag at gmail.com okay so i'm gonna read this one it's a bit long yeah
2: it's a really long one but
1: but i i club the long ones don't yeah, feel yeah. discouraged i type a lot when i type in comments messages. I'm always writing like a damn essay. So I appreciate that someone would take the time to write all of this. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Hi team, not sure who's reading this. So I'll have to address you both. You don't have to read this on the podcast if you don't want to. But I figured I'd reach out since I found an email to write to. I've been fascinated with little lunchbox for a few months now. Maybe it's been a year. I don't know. Time flies. I'm terrible at tracking it. At first, I thought this was a persona and that the lifestyle you created was some sort of elaborate performance art or even a joke to generate clicks for ad money. It's become very apparent to me that this is not a joke nor a performance. Never in my life have I witnessed someone as colorful and unhinged as you, LLB. And I mean that in the fondest way possible. I would much rather watch the both of you than any other reality, in quotes, TV show available because y'all are reality. Y'all don't even need a script to be twice as interesting as anything available on TV. I think the fact that you have no problems not only embracing your true self and the ups and downs that come with the journey of discovery, but also your willingness to broadcast it all is frankly amazing and very, very interesting. Of course, never at your expense. I enjoy seeing you evolve. The highs and lows are all a part of life. My life is also an unhinged soap opera, but I'm pretty ashamed of it, so i have never dared document it on the level that you do. So I applaud you. I wish the best for you and Robin. I must say I'm still shocked at the his transformation to the Clive style. I have no idea what made him change his heart and adopt your style, but it's very shocking and I'll admit that I'm extremely curious and confused at this. At first when I heard y'all were getting back together, I was like, oh God, oh no. But then I watched the video you posted today and I think he did a really good job at handling you after you got a little too lickety split on that bottle. He was patient and kind. My heart honestly melted when the three of you, Ingrid, were all holding hands in a seance circle and you blacked out? Question mark Subconscious self was still hung up on insecurities about the past and they were just there to reassure and soothe you. They were so calm and collected. You kind of brought the dilemma on yourself by inviting Ingrid over, but I admire the fact that you both were able to calmly resolve and talk about it. She didn't get annoyed, give up, or ditch you. Most girls would have walked out and been like, fuck this shit. But Robin and Ingrid both seem like really decent humans, and I think you should be grateful for their presence and patience. Ingrid seems genuinely interested in supporting you as a friend. I don't think she would have showed up to the apartment if she knew it was going to cause you any kind of distress. And Robin seems to be doing a really good job of balancing out your intense personality. Nothing wrong with that. I have one too, and I wish I could find a partner who's patient with me and knows how to subdue my irrational side when it comes out against my will. I know you aren't happy here in America. I'm not either. So it's good seeing you in a place that makes you happy with people that you like. I hope you don't lose momentum for your sobriety. You're honestly so lucky to be in the position you're in. I'd kill to get out of this shithole country and have sophisticated sweet friends. Keep living it up for me. I hope you're able to stay on track and prosper. And I hope that this podcast or your videos are bringing in some sort of income for you because I know you struggle with traditional jobs. And Robin is a trooper for holding one down for the both of you. Basically, I wish both of you quirky turkeys the best given the circumstances. Make the most of your life and shout out to your parents for supporting you through all of this. And P.S. I know it's not my decision, but since you put everything out there, my personal opinion, I don't think a baby is a good idea for you right now, but I'm anti-natalist, so I'm probably biased. I just hope you get well soon. Someone who doesn't believe like in people having kids, Mm. usually for like population reasons and things like that, but I can't speak for them. Hold on. I just hope you get well soon and over the fever fast. Y'all should just worry about loving each other and solidifying the relationship and creating income. Babies usually ruin everything. Babies ruin relationships. Babies take all your money and time and sleep and sanity. I like to think that you value those things, so maybe reconsider procreating. Babies smell bad and are loud, and you can't change your <laughs> <laughs> and you can't change your mind once you have them. 18 years of commitment, man. Just think about it. Anyway, sorry. All the best. I'd send music, but I don't know what kind you like, and or if you'd appreciate what I appreciate. Ha <laughs> ha. A lunchable.
2: Well, first of all, I was going to say, you can use the Request, whatever song you want, and we will play it.
1: Okay, so, yes, I was going to get to that, but I think I I really love this message, and I honestly want to post this on the page. Like, it's very long, so maybe not, but I would just love to, like, maybe post a snippet of this, you know, me talking about this or something, because a lot of people think that I can't take constructive criticism. They think that I want people to kiss my ass and I hate when people kiss my ass. Like I could appreciate the support, but I don't like when people only tell me what they think I want to hear. I really clubbed this, this email because it was very honest. It was, I don't think it was brutally honest. I think you were very polite and considerate and kind and you, you took the time to really, you know, reflect or what's the way to put it? Like, to comment on the behavior and the, the everything about not just me, but the people around me, because you're absolutely right. I think Ingrid is a great, clunderful person. She That's why I'm still friends with her, because of the type of, you know, support that she shows me. And a lot of people have said awful things about her lately, and I've been trying to, you know, bite my tongue and not get into like a bunch of fights. I'm really bad at that, but I've been trying because, you know... It's just like, you know, I know I can't change their mind and they'll just double down and be even more aggressive. And I don't want them to talk shit about her. You know, like she doesn't deserve that. She doesn't deserve more hate when she said nothing but support me. Even though the situation is mildly awkward, she has been there for me and for Klobben. And I think Klobben is one of the most amazing and compassionate. Like he's a he's like the perfect person. And he fucked up and he had issues in the past. Drugs will cluck your shit up. But we both don't do drugs. Seriously. Like I mean in... or, or of
2: course we're not, we're not trying to tell you.
1: Yeah, what to yeah. Do, yeah, but... don't don't say that. In moderation. No. Yeah, um... I mean, like
2: I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. But but the sad reality is that for most people it usually don't work.
1: I think it depends on the drug and I think it depends on your you know, your own brain behaviour. But you never know until you try okay. But all I can say is make sure that you do your research before you try anything. But
2: yeah. and, and well wait, can I say also it's the same thing with the things, yeah. like. You, you, as long as you use the drugs it's good but when the drugs use you you know it's a problem
1: yes thank you for that 1980s <laughs> dare psa <laughs> i don't know if has existed that long maybe 90s They used to come to my school very cringy but i was really into it at the time i was
0: like yeah don't
1: do drugs anyway um the comment about my sobriety you know i'm not sober at the moment literally just had some wine but also you know in general i have been drinking lately but drexel's on the scratching post if you hear that um but i don't feel like i've been self-destructive you know what do you think Clavin? like how do you feel
2: um yeah i mean i think you've been i mean even though you have been drinking i feel like you have been doing it pretty good and no uh, and uh you know they say always that you know relapse is part of uh, recovery, recovery. And like, you know, but I mean, it hasn't been like, you know, like Yeah, I
1: mean, I felt like, like I relapsed that. when I had the, the beer did that live stream like a month ago or something before we yeah, moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, that was a relapse because I drank because I felt like shit. Like I was alone and I drank because I felt awful. Like lately when I've been drinking, I've been with my friends and we've been like hanging out and like partying. And I didn't overdo it because I didn't like black out. I wasn't suffering. I didn't feel bad. Like my issues for when I drink, when I already feel like shit, it makes it worse. And I'm drinking because I'm trying to numb that. But lately I'm drinking because I'm just having fun. So like I never called myself an alcoholic. I don't believe that alcohol is like, I'm not addicted, but I was using it in a way that was dangerous. And right now I'm not doing that in my opinion. Like I did have some wine tonight. And I honestly drank it because it complimented my food. Like, it tasted really delicious. And I'm, you know, mildly tipsy, but I'm having a nice time with my klusbin, and I'm not self-destructive. I don't feel bad, but I do feel like, you know, thank you for encouraging me with the sobriety, because you did acknowledge that I was drunk in the the clidio. It's not like you didn't know that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, like, you know, try to strive to be sober, because... Generally speaking, yes, I want to be sober. I don't want to be, like, drinking all the damn time like I was in the past. So thank you for that. And in regards to having children...
2: Right, I used that, Okay, go before, ahead. I, I just <laughs> want to say, when it comes to the family with Clingrid and, and Clamilla, is that...
1: And Closephine. Yes. Our newest Clamber Yes,
2: our newest member. She's so cute. Yes. Um Is that people... I feel like people think that it's destructive or... You know, we're doing a bunch of drugs and... but, but like, Oh my god,
1: yes. It's, Everybody's it's, always like, you're all high. And like, yeah. we're just having fun. Yeah, we're high uh, on love. Right, like, we're high on life and love. Yeah. I love you so much. Yeah. I'm sorry. Reading that message and just like... I appreciate you so much. You've been there for me so much. Like, even when you weren't there for me, you were there for me. Like, when we weren't even together, he went out and got me pads. Like... Yes. he he took care of me like monster pants but still they were really big that was a bit ridiculous but you know he still helped me out and he wasn't obligated to at that time oh Drex is yeah, being um, so cute hi son
2: but yeah but like you know we're you know we're we're living our best life
1: yes we are we're having a great time um, I hope I addressed everything I wanted to address wait wait, wait. oh I was going to say about the baby um, or the clavey as I call it that I get what you're saying you know of course they smell of course they keep you up at night of course it's stressful but I have considered that you know I grew up with two younger siblings not the same as having your own child a sibling you can hand right back to your parents but I'm used to the stinky smells I'm used to screaming and crying I'm used to being annoyed out of my mind so with that you know I got that covered but I I really do want to have a child I'm not saying right this second but I have considered lately, you know, will I be okay with sacrificing my time and this and that, but I'm like, I spend most of my time at home. So I think I'll be all right, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, again, not trying to have a clay be right this second, but I do feel ready. In the past, I was absolutely terrified. I had every method of birth control you could think of. I was set solid. I was not trying to have an accidental child, but right now I believe that if I did have a baby, or Clayby, same thing. claybees are cuter, Michael Opinion. I would be okay.
2: Yeah, and like I'm not a fan of the whole like idea of like, you know, population control and this and that because if you look at China for example, where they have the one child policy oh, God. it has uh, Yeah, it's really not good. Yeah, it has done now so every person has to take care of of two parents and four grandparents yeah it's, I, I think
1: people don't think about the pressure that that puts on someone mm-hmm. because like there's this whole thing of it's not especially I, I don't know about China specifically, but I know in a lot of Asian countries it's very like you know you're supposed to take care of your your relatives. I don't think it's like the the culturally I don't think it's like you put them at a home
2: no because that the, the whole thing about the whole your retirement plan is to have kids. Right, that exactly. Can take care of That's it. what
1: I'm saying. That like I don't know. You know, I can't speak for China specifically, but I know like you know, in, in general, in Asian cultures, like you take care of the elder. You know, the most elder... cultures. Really? You mean like aside from America?
2: I mean, it it depends. I mean more, I know in
1: America like even in America it's frowned upon to like oh, you just put your parent in a home, but like it depends on their situation, well,
2: I mean the whole thing with like retirement money and a home it's', it's a fairly new one and yeah and yeah, in yeah, the, true. industrial countries you know now you know we have that but but uh but even they, I'm in, saying
1: even in America it is people kind of frown upon that yeah, like it's not really socially like it's more socially acceptable, I believe, than it probably is in China. But, like, it's still something that people judge. And I don't believe in that because I think, you know, some people really, you know, if they have, like, dementia or whatever, like, it's hard and this. And there's so many variables. But Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. But the
2: things you should make the homes... Really good, you know. Oh yeah, like, a
1: lot of them are awful. Like yeah. they don't treat them right. They don't take care of them. They abuse them. Yeah. That's so awful. you know, and then people feel like they have no choice because they can't take care. It's a mess. Right, but anyway, but... yes, it's very true what you're saying. I heard about that recently. Are you listening to something in the yeah. podcast or some shit? And they were talking about that and how it's yeah, it's all like one person has to take care of all these relatives. Like that's not right. Yeah,
2: and and the thing a lot of people don't understand is that for the economy to keep growing. There has to be, the workforce has to always slowly keep growing. Whereas we have, if two people have one child, that means that if everyone did that, you know, the whole workforce would have in like, you know, 50 years or whatever, which means that the whole economy would have. And like that, all that money that, you know, they get in and pay the taxes would have to cover all the old people Wait, and all the kids.
1: what if they create androids? That yeah, can't work.
2: Yeah, and that's completely different. But that's the thing: when they create androids that can work, then it's important that everyone rises up and say, you know, we don't need to work anymore. So we want some base, you know, a basic income. And
1: exactly, that's the problem. But, but, if they created androids, there needs to be a fucking basic income because yeah. what the hell is going to happen if they replace our jobs?
2: Yeah, because the thing that everyone's saying, like, oh, robots are replacing our jobs, is so awful. Well, the thing is this. When they replace your jobs, that means that what you did for a job is still getting done, which means that they're still reaping the money for it. It's just that they don't pay you for it, which means that all that money... Shouldn't
1: they have more money to pay people to live?
2: Yeah, exactly, because all that money goes somewhere. And what happens is that all the money goes up, up, up to the bosses and all that shit. So, you know, in the future, people will have to stand up and say, okay now when I'm out of work because a robot took over it, I want fucking money. Because, right, right. because in the future, it won't be enough jobs for everyone. And that is okay because people can get money and actually enjoy their life. But, If you let the people on top, you know, dictate everything, then it will be that they will brainwash people and be like, oh, well, if you don't work, you know, you don't deserve anything. And then they will put people in like slave labor. Right. If you don't, if you
1: don't work, you don't deserve to live. That is kind of, that's basically how people think right now. Well,
2: that's how America is because America, I just want to say, is the richest country in the world and you can afford paying everyone a basic income today.
1: Yes. I was just gonna say that in regards to the android thing if that ever were to happen that i listened to a podcast that talked about the universal basic income and they basically made the point that in the past dogs you know worked like they had a job to do and of course they're dogs so like it's different but now they're just domesticated animals that you know are pets and they just do their thing and they were kind of saying could that ever happen with humans not that we're pets but that we can just live that we don't have to necessarily work out of necessity and I agree with that. I think that's a very controversial opinion, but I don't believe that people should have to work to survive. I think that we should raise people to be able to, because in America, you could in, in most schools, you don't get to choose what you wanna study in high school based on what you actually wanna do for a living. It's like, you have to take these classes. And I believe that it should be something where you you do what you wanna do, and you strive to have a job that you are actually interested in. And then if you're unable to work, for whatever reason, you don't have to work. Like, you are able to just, you know, there's universal basic income, whatever, you know, or you're able to and, and opt also, out. But, like, if you genuinely, you know, like, there's nothing wrong with people working. But this concept that you must work in order to live, I don't agree with that.
2: Yeah, and also the universal basic income will not be, like, so you're rich. It will just be so you can, you know, you can, can live. Yeah, yeah, you can live. You don't have to worry about paycheck of the paycheck. You're just going to, you know, get you know a little you know money so you don't have to because some people
1: some people cannot work whether it's a mental illness or a physical disability or something you know not everybody is able to 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 be quote unquote normal and i don't think that should be something that's like shamed or like i couldn't hold down a normal job and a lot of people gave me shit for that like i'm a loser i'm a piece of shit and you know i'm so used to that like i don't really care what people say in that regard like you know that's their own issue if they think that low of someone who's admitted that they have mental health issues but I'm just like I found something that I really enjoy doing and like I'm not breaking the bank you know like I'm not making a ton of money but I'm making enough and I'm having fun and I think that that is something to be celebrated and encouraged that you know it's okay that's why the internet sucks in a lot of ways but it is cool that some people can make money from YouTube and those types of things Like that's an alternative job for people that maybe don't aren't able to have a normal job like a normal nine to five job because that is not for everybody. I think most people don't feel that that is the job for them in terms of their own personal preference or even their like mental fucking stability like I could not handle I did it, but I just it was so depressing working retail like it was just awful and I know people who just that's their job that's their career because of various factors and I don't believe that that should be the end all be all of like Existence, just working this job that you don't even really like because you need to survive. I don't understand, like, people just say, suck it up and do it. But I'm like, that isn't right. And I will fight for that, you know, that that fucking belief or the, the concept that human beings can exist and not have to work and do things that they don't want to do. People might say, boo-hoo, you know, do it anyway. But like, why? Like, fuck that. It's not just that it sucks. It's like it's almost like you know like retail is no joke like people treat you like dirt and then you have to work for minimum wage and it's like and people mock you and make fun of you and it's it's humiliating it's like why do we have to do these things that are painful and are soul crushing because we have to survive like I don't get why that is the norm why why this is what I'm saying is very controversial and it's like I don't understand. Like, why not raise people to to study what they want to study and pursue what they want to pursue and get a job? And if they're unable to find work for whatever reason, they don't have to end up homeless. Like, is that really so, like, you know?
2: Yeah, and... and.
1: I'm sorry, this is like the longest we've talked no, about no, one it, one single male.
2: I'm it, it, sorry. Right. But no, it, it's a, little, a lot of place today, but it, it's good. Uh, but the thing is also I think people are having important discussions. Yes, yes. And and, and, and some people think that people are just lazy, lazy. No, people like to work. And, and and the thing that they've seen in studies is that when people don't have to work, then they're more efficient. Yeah, well well that yeah, but also they're because people like to work with something. So then they will find what actually you know, what what they actually like and they will do still good things for society and this and that. But it'll be on their terms. Well, that's why I feel and like it there will be, should be better results.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because like in Sweden, when you go to a fast food place, we talked about this on the last podcast, I think.
2: Um or the one, one before, before that,
1: yeah. Um it's just better. Like they're more efficient, they're quicker. Like In N Out is the most, I think, efficient fast food place I've been to personally in America, and Chick-fil-A, those two. And I know in and out for a fact that they pay them a living, you know, really good wage. They have benefits that are really great. You can make up to six figures if you're a manager, like they really treat them well. And I've never had them cluck up my order there, not a single time. And I know I'm one person, but I've heard from other people that, you know, they have great customer service. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Like it goes hand in hand. But if you go to McDonald's or Burger King or Taco Bell, you're less likely to have that type of service because they're not treated like they should be. And in Sweden, I've never been to a fast food place. I think Burger King, I said, was a little... "Mm." But in general...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a scandal in Sweden. uh, Oh, about Burger King? Yeah. Recently? Yeah, I don't remember where
0: it was. What did I
1: say? Yeah. What did I say? It correlates. I'm telling you, I did not even know that. Like, that is not a coincidence. But I'm telling you, when they treat them right, in my experience, like, Max, the Swedish burger place here, fast food and McDonald's, so efficient like they're on it they're quick they look like they're enjoying their damn job it doesn't look like they're suffering and they're like oh this sucks i'm working at mcdonald's like it's like no they make a decent wage like max like they take them on nice ass business trips and shit i think in and out does a similar thing like they treat them like they are people who are working and they are like food is no joke like people take their food seriously but people have this notion that it's a shitty job because of like what they're doing like even yeah, but, being like but, a, a janitor or a custodian in America yeah. people act like you're like you're a piece of shit but yeah. they, they make
2: decent money yeah and, and also some people really enjoy it but it like almost becomes like, like a guilty a pleasure or something. Yeah. But, yeah yeah because it's like you're not supposed to enjoy it right this. you're not su- that's, like, the,
1: that's the thing with the munchbox shit you're not supposed to have fun at your job like you're not supposed to be like this is fun like it's like people want you to suffer like, that is the only way it's real in their eyes, is if you're like, fuck, I hate my job. Yeah. And it's like, why? Like, why? But then if it's, like, fast food and you hate your job, then it's like, sucks, get a better job. Like, it's so stupid.
2: Yeah, it it really And a better job almost always just means more money and not actually Exactly, and more some enjoyment. jobs where you
1: make a lot of money are miserable. Like, there was some guy, I read an article years ago, that talked was, about... And I was going to
2: say, there's so many jobs also that makes a lot of money that... You're also kind of useless for society. It's just a complete, like, bullshit oh job. Like
1: the fucking host of Survivor. He makes $4 million a year. I'm sorry. Survivor is a good show and everything. But what is he really contributing to society? My mother is a teacher. Shout out to her. God bless her. She is the best teacher that I have ever encountered. Like she did teach me briefly, you know. Mm. But just in general, like of course she's my mom and I'm biased, but she is compassionate, she is Firm, you know, with the kids, they do not mess with her. They know that like, they respect her, but they do not fear her. Like she has the best balance of like respect and like, you know, and she's you know, she's a fun teacher without letting them walk all over her or get away with too much. She's just an excellent fucking teacher. Yeah, and, and, and she does not make nearly as much as she deserves if you put into the, you know, and take into account the work that she puts in. She has had so many students who started out as like problem kids that all the other teachers were like, oh shit, you have him as a student, that sucks. And she turned them around so much that their moms would call her and like send her cards and be like oh my god like my kid is a different child now like he is not like a problem child anymore because my mom is a great fucking teacher she gave them a chance she works with them she's compassionate she, I'm sorry, but she's doing much better for society than fucking, what is his name? Did I say Joe Rogan?
2: No, you didn't say any, Oh,
1: Jeff, Jeff, what's his face? The, the host oh, yeah. of Survivor. Yeah. Like four million shout a year. To,
2: shout out to Joe Rogan. Good podcast. <laughs> um,
1: four million a year for hosting Cluck and Survivor. But my mom makes nowhere near that when she is actually and, changing lives. Yeah. And
2: this is the thing. If you want to change the future, what are you going to do? of course you got to pay the teachers more so the teachers can because that that should be one of the best like like works you can do is to be a teacher and also that's a thing that that robots can't fix in the future because the human you know the human touch that a, that a teacher has of stuff is you know invaluable and like it teach it it shapes i don't shapes, know i don't know though well, because
1: there are so many shitty teachers there are yeah, but that's there the are thing. androids who could be better than that
2: yeah sure but the shitty teachers also bring in shitty behavior shit experience for people oh, yeah, like, that that can take years and lifetimes to especially when you're to, dealing with children
1: yeah you because really the, f- fuck them yeah up.
2: because they're so shapeable so how do you do to to have children you know to have a good life yeah first of all you have good teachers a good school put a lot of money into school and then also with parents you think okay what, what what's the best thing a state can do for parents yeah if if the parents have it okay economically, not rich, but so sort they of don't have to worry and and work 12 hours a day, then they can take care of the kids. The right. kids can feel safe, and that's how you change the
1: future. That, that was, like, the thing in Bowling for Columbine. Um, Michael Moore is very controversial because people say that his documentaries are a little less than honest, which, you know,
2: Yeah, it, I don't know much yeah, about that. Yeah. But I just remember... I did a study on that. On,
1: on his documentaries?
2: Yeah, on one documentary in particular. It was one of his first one, the, like, thin blue line or something. Huh. Yeah, and I it's very it. interesting because, like, he does manipulate things, but the question is, like, does he manipulate it? You know, man, man, well, does he... Okay, you say, Yeah, does he change it, you know, enough for it to be completely dishonest? And that's a thing that... You know, you <laughs> yeah,
1: can, I don't know. I haven't done enough of, you know, research. Yeah. I don't know. But all I can say is that I just... I thought of this because I saw it in the documentary was... Um, It was Bowling for Columbine, which was about, you know, school shootings and stuff, specifically Columbine, but they talk about others. And there was a a child who, I think he was nine, and he, I believe he stabbed his classmate, or no, 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 I think he shot her, because he got the gun from home, I'm pretty sure. And then they started looking into, like, his mom, and, you know, basically he didn't have, like, much supervision at all, and his mom worked at some restaurant and her hours were awful and she had to take like, this long bus to get there and blah, blah, blah. And of course people could say there are parents who do that and their kids don't shoot someone or this, or, you know, there's so many variables, but I do believe that like, you know, when your parents are overworked, like I used to volunteer at the library near my house where I used to live in LA. What and I, I mean, I had to, <laughs> <laughs> like you had to do community service in high school to graduate. So I chose the library because that was where I felt most comfortable, but you know, it wasn't like I was like, I'm gonna volunteer out of the kindness of my heart. But anyway, um, it was enjoyable and there were a lot of kids there who their parents worked pretty late, and they had nowhere to go. I mean, like, they could go home, they could roam the streets. And I grew up in the quote, unquote, hood, which is like, you know, there's a lot of gang violence and this and that. So a lot of those kids would end up, you know, falling into gangs, or, you know, criminal shit, or just bad things. So their parents, they they had a program at the library specifically for that purpose. And like, you know, it's like, okay, they have somewhere to go. And that was great. But it's just like, you know, there are so many communities that don't have that shit. So like, what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, there's so many factors as to why it's important for people to not have to work these shitty ass jobs just to survive. Like, it's fucked up that you have to work a job that has like unreasonable hours, or they won't compromise with you or whatever. And they don't care that you have like two kids or more. And I'm just like, that's not right. Like, I'd rather someone be quote, unquote, lazy and get you know, have universal basic income or whatever and be able to support their kids and raise them properly and, like, be attentive and all this than have, like, you know, gang violence or shootings or or drama or just, just, you know, just kids being, like out in the streets like even if they're not in gang violence it's dangerous like they they, they don't know what to do like their parents aren't home they don't have supervision like it's obviously a bad thing and I feel like people want to blame gang violence on like all these stupid things but they don't even actually know like what they're talking about like they don't actually you know like a lot of it really is based on their environment and, like, a lack of, like, parental control or following in their parents' footsteps. And it's just, like, why not be, like, hmm, how can we change that? How can we influence them to do something better or have, you know, more, like, you know, like, guidance? And instead it's just, like, no, you know, suck it up. Go work your shitty job to put food on the table and, like, you barely see your kid during the day because they're at school and when you get home, like, it's late at night. Like, it's just, it's a mess.
2: And a, a great, um, economist and philosopher, Keys. um... In the 30s, I think he said that in a hundred years, humanity's biggest problem is going to be boredom because humanity don't need to work and it's just going to be so much spare time. And isn't that great? And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but look at like, it now. We're, we're 10 years from that time and people are more stressed than ever. Yeah. People worry about money more than ever. They have more more things and shit around them, but they lack the fundamental stuff to feel safe and this and that. And, and
1: that's like a basic thing yeah yeah it's like safety shelter like you know stability like yeah it's like exactly. a very basic human like
2: and, necessity and even though people have like more money they still don't have that because healthcare is so expensive people try to fuck with you and this and that and you get fired you got nothing and so
1: right like we're living in almost 2020 yeah, like, and that is just not right. And
2: there's enough money to go around. There
1: really is. Like I know it's very controversial Robin and I don't always agree. I did I with politics. I believe that he he is a tad more left than I am, but we can both agree that it doesn't make any sense. America is a very wealthy country, and I am not shitting on my home country. I have a lot of problems with how they do some things, but what I will say is that there is a lot of money to go around and I don't feel comfortable with the fact that there are homeless people in America and a lot of people who are very patriotic will like I've tried to have this discussion with them and they will try to shut me down and I'm like there are homeless veterans like there are yeah. people who have fought for their country and are homeless yeah so how is how, that right
2: yeah and how can you defend that Exactly. That's
1: not like I'm not saying that Sweden is perfect. There are a lot um, of things I disagree with, but I do respect that they do try to take care of their citizens in the sense that people are not going to die in the streets because they can't afford to live. Like, that is not okay. That is a basic fundamental human right. Shelter is the most basic fundamental human right. And I will never be able to just be like, okay, you know, I can deal with that. Like, I club America in a lot of ways. But I can't stand for that.
2: Yeah, and like you can be very for, very against people joining the army, like it's very controversial. But I feel like anyone would agree that after they come home, they should not just be tossed to the side. Exactly, because...
1: especially if they're encouraged to join if they are encouraged there's so much like you know in america there's so many places that they don't have this here not that i've seen in sweden but i've in the mall there are like centers where they're like join the army you know it's very promoted so how can you promote that and then not take care of people when they're when they come back and, and, and then
2: also everyone is like supported troops but they only talk about it while they're active but then when they come home sure they can still be like oh yeah, we support the troops, but like you're not doing anything for the troops, you know, like the the whole like oh, you watch a football game and then there's a troop there like like saluting like like that's not going to like help the people the the troops they are are homeless I just, and I just I just wish that nothing.
1: people cared more about especially mental health in relation to people who've been in the military, you know, yeah, because like PTSD is no joke. Cuz
2: that shit fucks you up. I mean, no matter who you are, even if you think you're so stone cold, in one way or another that shit fucks oh, you yeah, up. Yeah,
1: I mean, even if you don't realize it, even if you don't develop PTSD or like the traditional PTSD like you're very likely to have okay, you know, some type of issues
2: we're running a little long oh right maybe we should take the the the, um, the song pick of the week wait 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 I wanted
1: that... to I wanted to read that other message oh yeah
2: no we will oh. but 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 uh, let's do the clunchable song pick of the week and okay. then we can read some more afterwards okay let me see this week it's about it's from it's a, from our friend Ape Rob, aka April you
1: We're back, I hope you enjoyed that song. I know Clawbin did. And we are going to read the next mail. Sorry, we're running a little late, you know, we really got into the discussions today, but it's okay to change things up. All right, here we go. Hi, my name is Brooke. I'm a new watcher from Alabama. I love seeing your videos and you're amazing. Never stop being you and you truly do help people. Like myself, I had depression for a while and I always cared what people thought. It got me nowhere and it's awesome seeing you and people that can do what or uh who or what they want makeup is awesome and clown makeup seems so fun it makes you happy but just saying hello from a new fan oh thank you brooke and yeah i really did care what people thought you know i was very anxious anxiety really was just like my worst damn me back in the day but I don't know, after I met Clawbin, I, I think things changed for me for the better. And I stopped caring as much about what people thought. And I felt more comfortable in my skin. And, yeah, I just felt like life is too short to be worried about with some clanned mass clo you know, thinks of you. So
2: Yeah, and we have some more um, mail, but uh, we're going to take that next week. Yes,
1: yeah, so we'll read it next week. I'm yeah. so sorry. We really just couldn't shut the yeah. hell up this time. Here
2: comes my song pick of the week.
1: Here's Clawbin's song pick of the week. I just decided to repeat that because... Why not? Because we're not late already. (laughs)
2: Well, that's all for us. We just want to say thanks thank to... You guys. Thanks to Kate for the song.
1: Yes, the the intro song. And thank you, Mary, for our Clark work on the yeah. Clodcast.
2: Yeah, thank Icon. you. <laughs> thank you, Klessa, for uh, a lot of our merch artwork. Yes,
1: she has made a lot of our Clark. Yeah, and Shout and out to her, clever Girl.
2: Yeah, and thanks to Clargy. Yes, of the, course. The always mysterious Clarkie. But she's, she's always
1: making our... She makes the most hilarious cleans, um...
2: Oh my god She's the clean master She
1: is Uh, And of course Shout out to Lil Danish Who is sleeping soundly In the next room Uh, Surprisingly we didn't wake her up Now she's a really heavy sleeper I feel like we could drop a damn bomb
2: Yeah probably (laughs) Um, (laughs) And uh, also um, We want to say that All the music is on the Spotify playlist
1: Yes And if you want to send in a fan mail um, we have some we haven't read yet, so you know. Yeah. But if you want to send in some we more. We will read everyone, though. Yes, we will on the next clock,
2: guys. at gmail.com.
1: LLB mailbag at gmail.com.
2: Yes. And uh, the playlist on Spotify is The Clive Style. And yeah, and. Uh, have uh, a
1: class day! Don't let the Claytors get you down! Mm. Yeah! Clopping. Alright, bye guys. Fuck the Claytors, yeah, yeah. The Clive
0: style's not going anywhere. Lunchbox.